0: What's going on, Vancouver? Welcome to the Vancouver Fitness Podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about rewiring your brain with dopamine. We've all heard the the word dopamine floating around on YouTube. And today, we're going to just talk about that, debunk some myths, and uh, really just kind of get into the nitty-gritty of how to stay motivated using the dopamine reward system. If you don't know me, my name is Yashko, and I am the host of this podcast and one of the owners at Kraken, which
1: is a gym in Burnaby. And sitting across from me is... Brandon, who's a strength and conditioning coach, jiu-jitsu black belt, and the co-owner of Kraken Fitness. And together, we've helped thousands of people across the lower mainland achieve their body composition and performance goals. So, welcome to the podcast. And roll the intro.
0: So, I want to start off by just debunking something about dopamine and the fact that you want to like people talk about raising dopamine. It's not about raising dopamine, it's actually about eliminating activities that drain your dopamine and replacing it with activities that are actually worthwhile for you and that uh, contribute to long-term success in your life. It's It's not necessarily about like, oh, raise my dopamine so that I can use my phone and also be able to like be successful in life and be motivated and be disciplined. It's not about that. It's about eliminating activities that waste your dopamine. And replacing it with like high quality activities that are that contribute
1: to your well being. Yeah, like today we're going to talk about a lot of things that kind of use an analogy of like say you had a hundred pieces of whatever, and uh, you use seventy of those pieces on things like scrolling through your phone in the morning, and you only have thirty percent of those pieces left to spend on your work, your family life, or things that are rewarding to you. Like for Joshko and I, it's jujitsu. Um, we want to obviously allocate more of those pieces towards the things that we value the most.
0: So the way that dopamine works is basically dopamine is motivation and novelty. So what your brain is looking for when it's using its dopamine is basically like, as long as something is new, I'm looking for something new, that's all your brain's doing. And then it's being motivated by that new stuff. And uh, so what your brain's basically doing in its environment is like looking for novelty, and it's motivated by that and it's like an evolutionary trait basically like you want to use up the resources inside in your environment and right now our environment consists of our cell phones and Instagram and YouTube and it's just completely being drained by all by those kind of things and that's why people like lack the motivation to do like simple tasks which uh you know like studying for school right you have to figure out a way for you to be motivated by doing those things which are going to be like a high dopamine activity is actually like studying for school. However, the dopamine rush comes from like having a successful exam. But the dopamine rush from your phone comes from like finding something new as you're scrolling. So basically like you're like on your phone, scrolling, scrolling, looking for like, oh, let's see something new. Let's see something new. Oh, there's something new. Oh, yeah, that was so exciting. And then it's like on to the next thing. Like, where's the next new thing? Where's the next new thing? Where's the next new thing? thing? And uh, so that's what's rewarding nowadays, as opposed to, um, you know, like finishing reading a chapter of a book, right? It's going to be way less uh, dopamine. Uh, it's going to spend your dopamine like it not throughout the entire process. It's going to spend your dopamine at the end of the entire process, right? Which is going to be longer, but it's going to be more rewarding for you. It's going to take longer to spend it, but it's going to be more rewarding for you. By the way, if you're enjoying this episode, tag us on Instagram at Coach Kraken and at Vancouver Fitness Podcast. Our goal with this podcast isn't to sell you anything, but it's just to give the experts in Vancouver a voice and a platform so they can share their knowledge and bring us more value. And now back to the podcast.
1: I think that dopamine is a lot about instant gratification and A lot of the things that you get great reward out of is if you can expand your time horizon and delay gratification. But it's so hard with this neuromodulator dopamine. Like you'll scroll through like TikTok and that's the reason why TikTok is so popular is because it instantly just plays the next thing for you. Mm -hmm. But you can get dopamine from other things as well as is right now we're just talking purely about social media and mental and psychological things but we have foods that are also high in dopamine we have drugs that are also high in dopamine for instance cocaine is like one of the highest dopamine responses that you can get and it's so instantly and easily accessible um just by putting something up your nose (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you know you're you're
0: saying like um that it's a it's it's high in dopamine that's like I, we don't want people to think that it's high in dopamine it's not high in dopamine it actually uses up your dopamine
1: mm. you get a, a high day. response from yeah exactly whatever activity you're doing
0: yeah so basically like uh, this is how it works let's say in your day you have a hundred percent dopamine stores okay and uh you find like throughout the day you find goals that you're kind of striving towards so let's say for example it's like i'm hungry, right? If uh, you are going to um, just go and straight go straight for the processed foods, right? It's like the it ends up going like, okay, I'm I'm searching for dopamine. Your dopamine's kind of climbing, climbing, climbing. You're, I'm searching for this food which is making my dopamine climb. Ah, I found the food. First bite, and then boom, dopamine spike. And then the next bites are just like dopamine drain. And then until you find your next goal, the dopamine isn't going to climb up. But let's say if you're like always continuously, for example, like scrolling through your phone, right, or finding like processed foods, those are really easy to find in your environment. And yes, they will spike your dopamine, but they will drain it right after. But let's say, for example, you go to like cook a meal, right? Throughout the entire process of you like cooking that meal, let's say it takes you like 15 to 30 minutes to cook that meal, you're increasing, increase your dopamine. And then when you finally like get that dopamine hit of that first bite, it's not going to drain it all the way back to nothing. It's going to just go back to like a decent normal level instead of just like absolutely
1: decimating it. Does that make sense? Is that kind of how you view it? Yeah, I would view it that way in a sense as well. So, what I think you're kind of getting at is this relationship between effort and the dopamine response. So, in your instance where you're finding just ordering some food and getting highly processed stuff that's very accessible, and easy to obtain, you basically put no effort into that before you consume it. And these foods are usually very, I don't want to use the word addictive, but they have people like food scientists working on these kind of foods to Mm -hmm. elicit this higher dopamine response from you just opening like a chip bag or you putting something in the air fryer and eating it. Whereas if you're cooking... Or let's even bring us back a few like steps here. You'll see the guys who go out and they'll hunt their own food, they'll harvest their meat, they'll cure it, they'll do whatever they want to it, they'll barbecue it after and then they finally give it to their family. That process was so like full of effort and then by the end of it, they're able to enjoy it. They're not going to, again, have these giant peaks and valleys after Mm -hmm. because throughout the entire process, they've stretched that out. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. Um, and uh, you, what you're saying is like
0: it wasn't dopamine intensive throughout that entire um, like delay
1: before the gratification. It'd be like lengthening like a curve as opposed to just like a sharp peak and valley. Right, right. Flatten the curve. <laughs> it was flattening the curve, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the what you're trying to look for when you're trying to um, like utilize your dopamine um, in an effective way is uh, instead of finding things that are like instant gratifying, is actually just kind of stretching that horizon and uh, using it up on like more meaningful things. And then so now that you're not rewarding yourself for like all those instant gratification things, and you're rewarding yourself for the long, long horizon activities, your uh, brain associates that with like, hey, like I'm going to have to do these long horizon activities in order for me to be able to get this like dopamine hit. Instead of like just scrolling on my phone or like ordering something from Uber Eats or something like that. And uh, therefore, um, now you're incentivized to be
1: disciplined, right? That, that's kind of like what you're getting at, right? Mm-hmm. And this is how we can perfectly wrap this back into fitness is when you're doing workouts sometimes, it sucks. It's terrible. But in the end, you know that you're going to hit this big larger dopamine response when you see the results that you're getting. Right. But in that moment, you may not be able to see it.
0: So in like if uh, we look at kind of like jujitsu, for example, um, I look at it like, you know, I I don't get a dopamine hit every single session. And sometimes I won't get a dopamine hit for like weeks because I'll get my ass kicked for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I'll be working, 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 working to like figure out, like, why am I getting my ass kicked? And then finally, like weeks later, it's like, ah, I figured it out. And then you get like one really good session. And you and then the whole time you're thinking about quitting, <laughs> you're like, why am I doing jujitsu? Like I suck. Like, what's the point of this? And then you get one good session and it's like, this is why I'm doing jujitsu. And I that's why I really like jujitsu in general, is because it's because of that. It like really makes those like time horizons really long. And it just like shows you how disciplined you have to be in order for you to be actually good at this.
1: Yeah, it forces you to push on to the future and, uh, delay that dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. It, it forces you to be beat down and almost like have low, do- low dopamine response for so long until a point where it's like, yes, finally, I'm getting this. And then it's much more rewarding. And then you want to even do it even more. So in Jiu Jitsu, um, basically
0: what it is is like you have, The best way you can define this is like you have like these uh, rolling sessions where you're just going as hard as you fucking can and like using up all your skills you've been kind of like learning over the last like years. And then you have these uh, also drilling sessions where you're just practicing moves over and over and over again and learning new moves that you could use and kind of trying to break down movements from your previous roles and seeing where you went wrong and trying to improve those um, through the drilling over and over and over again. And in the drilling itself, you are getting like small dopamine hits because basically like you try a new move or you're trying to fix a move and then you're like, ah, I get it. Ah, I get it a little bit more. I'm a little bit tighter here. And then those are like the dopamine uh, hits right there. And then when you finally are like skillful enough and you use those in those uh, rolling sessions and then you hit that move that you've been practicing for like weeks and weeks and weeks, right? Then, then it's a huge dopamine hit, and you walk out of the gym, and you're like, oh, I, fu- I, figured it out, and uh, that's what's going to keep you going. And I think that's like kind of what. Let's say you use the hunting example as well, right? It's like you're walking through the forest, right? There's nothing, but you see some tracks. You're like, oh, dopamine hit, right? Because <laughs> you, that's basically what your brain's doing. It's like looking at its environment and trying to find like things in its environment that is going to give it a dopamine hit through goals right? So, the goal is to like find this deer. It's like I found some tracks. Oh, there's some shit. All right, we're getting close. It's warm, still smelly, <laughs> you know? And then you're walking through the forest and then you see, you you finally see the animal. It's like dopamine hit, right? Aim your gun, shoot it. It's like, oh, that's a huge dopamine hit. It's like, okay, now I have to skin this thing, right? Fine, I finished skinning it. And then now it's like another dopamine hit, right? And then finally leads all the way up to like, I eat this thing, <laughs> right? And uh, it's a really, really long process, right? Versus, let's say, your phone, right? You open your phone, you click the Instagram button, start scrolling. And you know what's crazy is... And there's no like big reward at the end, right? Like you like scrolling through your phone, there's no big reward. All you get is just like, ah, you close. all you think about is like, I need to close this fucking thing. I need to close this fucking right.
1: thing. Yeah. How many times have you scrolled through Instagram or any social media for 30 minutes or so? And then at the end of it, you close it and you're like, what did I just do? Yeah, yeah. What did I get out of that? Did nothing. I learn anything? No, I just watched some cute cats and some puppies and some kid get owned on a scooter at the skate park. So, and you, you
0: know what happens? You spend 30 minutes on your phone scrolling through Instagram and then the next time you open your app, 30 minutes is nothing. And then then 45 minutes is nothing, and then an hour is nothing, right? You're just not getting you're not getting that reward anymore at all. And then so now like you have like kids spending 8 hours a day on their phone and they're not accomplishing anything like <laughs> But it's not just like dopamine as well. There's also like other neurotransmitters that are involved in uh, like getting you addicted to this because there's also like oxytocin and serotonin that make you addicted to this kind of stuff.
1: But uh, dopamine is a huge one for sure. For sure. And uh, I think that you can rewire your brain over time and it may take some time to actually want to progress your dopamine or I would say leverage your dopamine in a way to fit your own goals. But to bring it back to like how addicting your phone can be is crazy. I've witnessed this with one of my little cousins. So there was one time we all went on a cruise. And one of the things about the cruise is you're in the middle of the ocean. So you're not going to have internet most of the time. Unless you pay an absurd amount of money to get some shitty internet. So for that week, I was like, okay, I'm going to throw my phone in this safe. And I'm not going to touch it all week. It's going to be awesome. And throughout the week, I felt amazing because you don't realize that having your phone with you, you're just like always kind of in the back of your mind wanting to check this thing. Like you're seeing if the thing vibrates in your pocket, you're seeing if someone messaged you. But for an entire week, I had no responsibility with this phone. Now, my little cousin, on the other hand, she was like 18 at the time. And I remember this distinct moment where we were at dinner. And this was maybe the third day into the cruise. And she goes to me and she goes, hey, don't you guys like miss your phone? <laughs> but she was visibly shaking and distraught because she didn't know what to do with her hands. And she was always like caught up in Snapchat all the time. So, she had no connection with her friends, even though she was amongst her family the entire time. So, We go on this cruise and then maybe the fourth day where we end up in a beach in Mexico. Awesome. All the families on the beach, we're making sandcastles, we're enjoying our time together and I turn around and I go, where's Jen to my aunt? And she goes, oh, she's by the uh, restaurant and she was sitting on a plastic chair outside the wall of the restaurant, like behind it, just connected to the Wi-Fi and just, getting her fix on her phone it was it was the wildest thing for me to see i was like she, she's like a junkie she yeah, yeah. needed this she like she was abstaining from this hit of dopamine for like four days now and she needed this dude this reminds
0: me like we, we we recently had like an event at the uh like this what's it called extreme air park with like trampolines and stuff right and it was mostly a lot of kids there but uh, we were the only adults there was so a lot of, it was a good time and uh yeah, you don't jump around with your phone, right? It's going to go somewhere and you're going to lose it for the, forever. And uh, there's a kid sitting in the corner of the trampolines on his phone. Did you see that? Yeah. That was weird, man. Like, I think he hid away. So, I, like, maybe his parents don't see him. He was, like, in the corner, like, tucked away. And, uh, yeah, he was just sitting there on his phone for the entire time. Like, I don't think he jumped at all. <laughs> that sucks.
1: Yeah. I guess if we wanted to really sum this podcast up and we want to give anyone kind of tips is find activities that are rewarding to you. But find these activities that are rewarding to you that have higher effort and higher dopamine response, right? Rather than low effort and high dopamine responses like using your phone. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. One of the best ways that I found to kind of like Save my dopamine for better things is like if I don't start my day with like a super dr- dopamine draining activity, such as like scrolling through my phone or whatever. The rest of my day is really good, and I can keep I can stay off my phone. It's as soon as I end up like spending like fifteen to thirty minutes on my phone, especially earlier earlier in the day, then all of a sudden, it ruins my entire day. It's really hard to concentrate on things, but. I'm not saying don't spend time on your phone. You can like do all the important stuff throughout the entire day. In the last like couple hours of the day where you're just doing nothing, where nothing's really that important, then you can like just spend as much time as you want on your phone. Cause who cares? You finished everything, right? You can, you can waste all your dopamine because you go to bed, wake up in the morning, you're kind of restored.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's the way I look at it. Um, is like, you know, if you have important things to do, don't waste your uh, dopamine on stupid stuff.
1: So, that's the best tip that I can Yeah, like give. prioritize what you want to achieve in that day. Do those first and then enjoy yourself mm-hmm. after. To bring it back to your point, I remember I have a social media timer on my phone and uh, I'll give myself one hour on social media all, all day. And what I found by putting this timer on my phone is I wanted to save my minutes for the end of the day, kind of like my cousin. So I would always throughout the day, like quickly open my Instagram and then quickly close it and then just close the app. So I didn't waste any minutes and it would feel so funny to get to the end of the day. I'm like, Oh man, I have like 30 minutes left today. Mm. And it would feel so good. But when I did that way, I was able to again, quickly check my Instagram to see if I got any DMs or I needed to respond to anything and then get back to whatever I was doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's definitely a good way. I found that like, uh, there's a lot of ways to, kind of circumvent these uh, like blocks that you have on your apps, Mm. you know? So, the biggest thing is actually just uh, discipline, you know, is like, yeah, sure, you can make the route harder to get to it, which but at the end of the day, like you have to exercise your your discipline to not use these things at all for sure. Right. But if we
1: make those things very effortful for you to get to the higher dopamine response things, then that's kind of like, Oh, yeah, no, for, for right? sure. Like,
0: you know, even even doing something like, instead of having your Instagram on your homepage, just moving it into like a different file or whatever, but in like five folders back, where you have to click through like six things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's one really easy way to because uh, by the time you like open folder number three, you're just like, do I really want to do this? <laughs> you know, give yourself the opportunity to uh, not Do it. and Okay. So, as an example for coffee, right? I have a problem with uh, drinking too much coffee or like I did, right? And the way that I eliminated me like drinking coffee way too much throughout the entire day is by getting a French press and uh, having to grind my own beans. Mm. So, instead of having like pre-ground beans, I have to grind them myself, which makes it way harder to access the coffee. So, then I don't drink as much coffee throughout the day. You just buy it.
1: Yeah, no, just buy it. Yeah.
0: But then also, that's another thing, too, is like that's an excellent way to actually just uh, stop drinking coffee altogether. Is like, don't buy it anymore. Yeah. Uh, don't buy the actual like uh, coffee maker inside your house or anything like that because now you have to go drive all the way to the Starbucks or wherever you're going to actually like get your coffee. And uh it's just your brain just like naturally finds that it's just not worth it.
1: Yeah. It was the same thing for people who like, want to quit eating late night snacks and such or they don't keep junk food in their house because they have to be like oh i really want that fix of that those chips those lace chips or doritos whatever have you right and then they have to like okay i gotta drive to the store i gotta buy it and then i gotta pull it home and then i'm gonna get comfortable and then i'm gonna eat it yeah yeah and then before you know it you're like yeah you know it's not worth it yeah or i even found this with weighing my food now where i'm like, there'll be a bag of chips on at home. Like, you know, I, I really don't want to just like weigh that and eat it. I'm just not going to eat it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Such an easy way to be way
1: more aware is uh, just by making yourself weigh it. Yeah. Or just, just put some kind of extra step or two or three steps before the easily accessible item or easily accessible habit that you have that is destroying whatever your progress is yeah i think i don't know if we were talking about this
0: on air or off air is like it's not that these activities like scrolling through your phone or eating a bag of chips or whatever are hot like high dopamine activities Mm. that are like waste like that are it's it's that it's a little bit you know it's just like it's it's chipping away at you
1: but these incremental gains can make a big piece of the pie towards the end of the day if you spend
0: yeah exactly but that's what it is so putting a few steps between uh, like let's say you eating a bag of chips, right if you put a few steps inside before that, you realize that it's like oh that dopamine activity is not worth it because it doesn't have like that high release of a dopamine. so it's not worth it for me to drive all the way to the store to pick up a bag of chips. but if it's just inside my freaking cupboard, yeah, it's so worth it right mm. It's like the ratio between effort and dopamine that actually makes these activities addicting, right? it's so accessible to that dopamine as opposed – it's not like it's a like a high dopamine activity. Hunting is a high dopamine activity. When you right. kill that uh, elk or whatever at the end, that's like, I am drained. Like, there's nothing else I want to do for the rest of the day, right? It was like so intensive. But yeah, you don't – these like little things like your phone and like chips and coffee and stuff, it's just chipping away at you. Yeah. And
1: society is full with very highly assess- – it's all about accessibility now. I think mm. about the reason why Amazon is such a prolific company and the biggest company in the world is because it's so accessible. You're just like one two clicks away and it's like, oh, Prime here by today. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. You're like, what? Really? Whereas before, you'd be like, oh, sh- should I go to chapters to get that one book or that mug? Yeah, it's yeah. like, mm, nah, I don't yeah. really need it. But now... Prime, right to my doorstep. Yeah. It's and then like, you don't even have to talk to delivery guy. Yeah. You know that uh, button that they made
0: like buy with one click? Right. Buy. Genius. <laughs> genius. Genius. But uh, yeah. So, that's uh, what we think about uh, dopamine. Hopefully, you guys learned something from this. So, basically, just, you know, delayed gratification. The things that we talk about every Do podcast. higher effort things. Do hard things. Do hard things. Do hard things that are rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> that are rewarding. Yeah. And uh, stop wasting your time on, like, stupid shit. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. We're going to wrap this one up, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya.